What's going on everyone? It's Amy J and believe it or not, today marks three months since the launch of Brain Meets Mind. <laughs> 15 episodes later, the podcast has been played in six continents, 29 countries, and over 120 cities worldwide. And to keep the ball rolling, this week we're wrapping up the February emotions theme with not just one episode, but three. Ooh, that's right. I'm dropping two more parts to today's episode with my special guest. So be on the lookout for another one on Wednesday and then later on Friday as well. In part one, we are talking about building relationships. Here we go. episode because a lovely friend of mine by the name of Josh Madwed is joining me today. Josh is a Connecticut native and a fellow Georgia Tech grad who I've had the pleasure of knowing for almost two years now. Despite the short time, our shared interest in intellectual growth and emotional development has brought us much closer. By profession, Josh is a UX designer working in the corporate world and has explored concentrations like product design and healthcare design and is most passionate about interaction design. In his current role, Josh feels that he can actively implement change, so I figured why not have a guest who's wholeheartedly creating change in both his professional and his personal lives. We sat down for a fun conversation on relationships before my first episode, so this was way back in October, so please excuse the audio here, but this should be a fun one nevertheless. Take a listen. We'll start off with building relationships. It's so easy to stay connected through our devices and technology and things like that, but when it comes to -to face-to-face interaction, are you actually going to say hi to the person sitting next to you on a train or something like that? Like, how do you kind of break that ice and even have the courage to say hello or make a new friend without them thinking it's weird? Just because of, what is it, the availability heuristic, if we're talking psychology, Uh um, the thing that first comes to mind is something that happened a couple days ago when I was at... Um, this jazz night, and uh, I didn't know anyone that I went with. That I, I went because my friend Mon was performing, but I didn't know anyone in the audience. I didn't know anyone who was at this house that we were at. But I still wanted to like talk to someone, and so I guess it completely depends on your setting. How I go into talking to strangers on a train versus at this jazz night or, would be completely different. But I complimented uh, some of the the girl I wanted to talk to was wearing. Um, I'm gay, so let's. This wasn't like a flirtationship <laughs> thing. This was just like I wanted to like be like, "Hey, girl, what's up?" Um, but I did like her shirt a lot, and I just wanted to kind of chat with someone. And I also wanted to kind of understand like, who are you? Like, why are you here? Like, why are you supporting my friends? Like, how'd you find about find out about this? And so I started with a compliment to break the ice, like familiarize her with who I am as a person. And then yeah, I just kind of asked some questions like, "Oh, so how did you find out about this? Oh, oh, you're from Fayetteville. Why did you come all the way up here for this this night?" And just kind of like lean into just just truly wanting to understand like someone. Kind of goes back to my design background of just like trying to see life through someone's lens. And even though it may be like this one girl who I probably honestly will never see again. She followed me on Instagram, but like probably will never see her again. In these like five minutes that we're gonna talk, like can I see? 
how you got here and like why you're we're sharing this space right now and if it hey if we like really connect maybe i will like hit you up on instagram and be like oh man let's like go to this this event that i see or whatever um but you know I don't, it didn't really go that way it was more like a a little chat little yeah well i think that's another thing you never know what what might come out of an interaction with mm-hmm. someone. I think that's definitely something that's interesting to consider. Like, is it something that can develop into a friendship? And even if it doesn't, you have that meaningful interaction with that person. This is something we talked about in another episode, like finding purpose and things like that. I think, I, for me at least, I feel like my purpose is to uplift others in a way. That's one of the many ones that I have. And I feel like even if that's even if I can't actively help someone else achieve their own goals, the least I can do is make them feel like a significant person when I'm talking to them um, and make them feel like they have some kind of value. And I feel like by starting an interaction with someone else, whether it turns into a meaningful relationship or not, I feel like that's one way to kind of contribute to that purpose of mine. So I guess that's what kind of motivates me to go out there and even start talking to someone entirely new. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. And what do you think, do you have any tips for like breaking the ice? I know there's a lot of people out there that are just like nervous to go up to someone and say hi. Yeah. I mean, I'm, as I've said this before on the earlier podcast that we did, I'm a very extroverted person. I have no problems talking to people. I have no fear of rejection really in any, (laughs) in any capacity. So if someone was like, ew, don't talk to me, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Um, so I think that's a lot, I think a lot of it has to go with that fear of rejection. Like people are going to be like, why is this weirdo talking to me? Like you're a stranger, like, or, or in this situation, she was actually with her friends Uh and I was completely alone. And so it's that weird dynamic of like, oh, I don't want to interrupt. Like I'm not like worth their time or whatever. But I think everyone wants to feel like cool and everyone wants to feel like what you know, it wants to feel valid for their mm-hmm. existence. Mm-hmm. And so even when I, I knew that, like, a good way to go about it is compliment someone. Like, if you make it as genuine as possible, like, don't just be like, oh, I like your shirt, whatever. Like, I did like her shirt. It was a glow-in-the-dark holographic shirt. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I wanted to know where she got it. And so if you can find something to compliment, whether it's, like, a hairdo. I mean, this event I went to was, like, a Halloween costume, so it would be really easy to be like, I love your costume, or mm-hmm. what are you, mm-hmm. you know? There are some, like, cues, you know? feel like just lean into those lean into like the the social norms but a compliment always can go a long way um, yeah and yeah it, it really just depends on the situation because like on the marta train or the marta bus like if it's 7 a.m we're all going to work probably not gonna want to talk to you like right i'm reading my book like don't talk to me and there have been people who have been like oh like when, when are you getting off and i'm like the last stop and they're like oh where do you work and i'm like Nah, this no. is really nice right. and I, i'm sure you're a sweet person yeah. but let me just like read like it's 7 a.m yeah <laughs> you know I think, like, networking events are a great time. Like, if you... There's a lot of events that happen where the pure intention is to meet people. Like, mm-hmm. a party, for example, it's mixed. Because sometimes you just go with your friends and you don't want to meet people. And sometimes you go to a party to, to see other people and interact. But I feel mm-hmm. like like a networking event or, like, some of those Facebook events that are very, like, meet people with similar interests. Mm-hmm. Like, those are designed for you to meet people with similar interests and, like, talk to people. Yeah. And so go in with maybe some like back of the mind questions like things oh how'd you get into this or yeah oh like what do you do if it's related to jobs and things like that and having like you know some context of the situation is really important I go to a lot of things like I'm a creative person designer so uh, creative mornings which oh, Amy and I yes. both go to we love um they're global series yeah. of like talks um based on a theme and they happen all across the entire world so get involved, love it. But they also do this thing called field trips, which I participated uh-huh. in. And they're like events that happen throughout the month that are kind of creative leaned. 
And the, the one I went to was, like, designing art with code. And, like, I have a very limited coding background from Georgia Tech. Um, but it was cute. And I knew the people that would be there would be the people like me who are into creative mornings. Mm-hmm. And so I went completely alone. Didn't bring a friend or whatever. And it was a structured event. It was, like, there was a guy at the front who was teaching us how to code. And I just kind of leaned over to the person next to me and was like, so, like, what did you do? Like, have you gone to creative mornings before? And just chatted. And did mm-hmm. it lead anywhere? No. Did I even get, like, a, her LinkedIn or anything? Nope, don't even, couldn't even tell you her name. But, like, it was a nice social interaction. And, you know, maybe if it, again, it's one of those, like, chance things. Like, maybe she loves Marta as much as me. Maybe Mm -hmm. she loves Lord as much as me. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, let's go to this event. Or, oh, have you heard of this? Or whatever. Yeah, you just never know what you might have in common. And Mm -hmm. I still remember the very first one I went to with you. It was about a year ago. And I've been to so many since then. I still remember the theme was chaos. And it was all about, like, having this disorder and finding where to, like, how to align that, whether it be in your own life, but then also facilitating interactions with other people. Like, there's just so many things going on in the world, but you're just a small piece of everything that fits together. So when all those components interact, it ends up having a much greater purpose in a way. But I remember at the end of that very first time that I went, um, they always, at the end, they, like, make you raise your hand if you're, it's your first time going, and then they'll be like, how many of you met a new person today? So I think that's something that's really interesting to think about, because you just never know what the person next to you is going through, and if it's something that you can help them with, or even having, like, maybe they have, like, social anxiety, maybe they're just really nervous to, like, talk to you, and I I think one of the biggest things is I remember one time when I went to Creative Mornings with you, I posted a picture with of my coffee like at the venue, and my caption was all about, as someone who's constantly surrounded by science, and at the time I was still in school, going to an, a creative event where you're encouraged to meet other people, and everyone's just so positive at like 7 or 8 in the morning. It's just really awakening, and it makes you want to go and meet other people there, even if you aren't a morning person, you know? Even, as long as you force yourself to get out of bed that day and venture out to the venue and go show up to this thing. I, I usually try to bring someone because I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But the few times that I have gone alone, you just look around and there's always like a couple people who are there, a lot of people who are there by themselves. You can definitely tell it's their first time. Yeah. And they're just like looking around confused like on their phone. Yeah. And they're so easy to go up to and just be like, hey, is this your first time and whatever. And ju- it's just like putting that there because yeah. like... If you're alone at an event, like, there is this, like, need, I feel like, most people, at least, mm-hmm. unless you're, like, extremely introverted, mm-hmm. to, like, want to talk to people. And mm-hmm. so going up to someone and being like, hey, is this your first time? What do you do? You know, whatever. Yeah. Is, is, is important, I think. Yeah, and I feel like you and I are both the kind of people that you could put in a totally random setting with people that neither one of us know, like, you alone and me alone in a different one, and we could easily come out with some friends. Just because in order to kind of create those interactions. I feel like I'm definitely one of those people where I want to learn about someone else or something that's different from me, I guess. Like, I find joy in learning about things that are new to me. I think college, like, really is a great... I mean, it's, there's so much social, social structure there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I had, like, a big change of, like, how I viewed relationships in college, like, after my sophomore year because I was very much, like, freshman, sophomore year about, like few very close friends like I don't care about anyone else but like my people and like Mm -hmm. having like this core group was like so important to me and when things got tough in our relationships and like things began to crack in our like friendship I started to think like wow if this falls apart like I have no one really Mm -hmm. like it's because I've just been putting so much time into these few people and 
of course, like, there's people in class that I recognize, and of course there's people in clubs that I recognize, but, like, having, like, someone I could, like, text on a Thursday night, hey, what are you doing? Like, whatever. There were only, like, I, in that time, it was really just, like, those people. And so junior year, I really challenged myself. I said, okay, like, no, let's expand the circle, mm-hmm. expand your net, like, have weaker relationships, and have, still have, like, a core group, like, still have yeah. best friends, but also have, like, friends that you could mm-hmm. just go out on a night with and, like, not feel yeah. guilty about or whatever. And ideally, you know everyone's friends with everyone and yeah we all bake sunshine cakes and rainbows but like you know sometimes you you have to make choices with friendships and i've become more of a person that i if, if the world is black and white and i had to choose like one really close friend who's just like my person um yeah aside from like a like aside from like a boyfriend like one friend just platonic friend or a network of like a thousand friends who not really close with it all but I know and like I could hang out with I would choose the the, the friend mm-hmm. plural I would choose oh, the group oh the friends okay, no, I, okay. I, I know unpopular opinion I <laughs> I'd rather have a large network of people that like matter way less than just one person that matters more to me that's really that interesting I feel like it's a little All right, so that's it for this episode, but part two will be dropping bright and early on Wednesday morning. Until then, come say hi on the Instagram to see an adorable picture of Josh and I. And in the meantime, I'm expecting you to be ready to sip some piping hot tea for the next two episodes as we talk about maintaining relationships and even breaking them. Oh, (laughs) I'll see you then.